The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after after show. show. It's the after show, everybody. Welcome to the after show. How far would you travel for a cigar? I went, That's the topic. I went about 20 miles to get here today. Yeah? Uh, 11 for me. I was uh, six minutes. I must have did 60, 70 miles today, probably. Oh, yeah. I but you had a detour. I had a detour. Yeah. There was no hurry in the detour. <laughs> they were already dead. But oh, Good show. God. See you next week. It was a week. <laughs> but, um, so it's all right. It was to a funeral. Sh- it was is a funeral. it all right to show up late then? But I didn't. No, you were the very, first very one early. there. Yeah. Yeah. As oh, usual. It was at least a half hour before. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, we saw on the meatballs, uh, two guys came from Michigan. Yeah, we, have, uh, we had a customer of our online uh, division who came in from Michigan with one of his good friends. What do you mean division? It's you. <laughs> yes. It's no division. <laughs> yeah. yes. We don't have an online division. We have you. I'm pretty divisive. From so. the world headquarters. <laughs> yeah. Which and, I, I laugh when I see that from some people that say, you know. They, yeah, they high say, atop the worldwide headquarters. They're in, the in mom's basement. Yeah. <laughs> we used to say it on the show here. We yeah. would say high atop the worldwide headquarters of no, Two Guys Smoke Shop. You absolutely yes. did. Yeah, yeah, it, was did. The, it was in the commercial. Yeah. Oh, and maybe we'll, and they opened, we were the show goofing opened. around. The we show were goofing around. We didn't mean Hopefully. it. Hopefully. Yeah, and then this had, is the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop. Yeah. Hey, so we had two people from Michigan, and then we had a husband and wife from Indianapolis come in just for the meatball. Huh. Wow! And and it, you know, to eat five meatballs. The amazing thing to me is, so that morning they get up at six o'clock in the morning, they grab their suitcases, and they get in a, a taxi or, or an Uber, With take a them mask to the airport, they get on a plane. Then they get off, and they have to get a hotel room, and then they have to – all this, and here they are. They had a few cigars, uh, five meatballs, and – I've heard it from no less than 12 people. The meatball event is a special event. Yeah. It people is better, love it. It is better than all of the other events that we do. That's crazy. People it, love it. It is, and it, you know, it lacks the pomp in some circumstance of the anniversary party. But there is something intimate about the meatball that I look forward to it every year. And it's, it's the it's home least cooked food. It's the least amount of effort for us. For you. <laughs> for me. For you. Except for you. You force it to do it because you've made a meatball. I every still got to make the pasta and the sauce and all that we stuff. Could, we could sub that out if you wanted to. Seeing, seeing the ovens going and everything's there, throw the pasta in the <laughs> boiling water. 
oh, I got to make the pasta. There's nothing easier in the world except tea, maybe, hmm. than pasta, right? How easy is it this to make a, that? This is what happens right here. This is, this is where the fight starts. So, yeah. He's like, he doesn't have an ounce of stress because <laughs> it's being it. taken yeah. care of. It's the easiest event. So the Irish Times. I'm not complaining about how difficult you, you, you it is. You want to go into the Davidoff Winston Churchill event or something like Ooh. that, the anniversary party. Same you amount want, of stress. Yeah. For, so the Irish the Times says party, the type yeah. of comfort food that comes to mind when I think of a gang of pals around the table talking loudly, drinking wine, a big pot of meatballs in the middle, fueling it all. That sums up. What last night was, it was comfort food. It was comforting to be around people with similar interests. You interrupted our fight for that? Yes. They, no. did, they didn't want to leave, though. No, no. they didn't. Yeah. No. We, 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 we I left pulled an all-nighter. But I think uh, the fact that it's in the winter, too. People are dying for something to do. This is the dead time between Christmas. It is, it is nice to have people in here. Well, in, in January. Macaroni and meatballs and cigars to me, but I, I that's, that's me. ideal for you. Yeah, so f- apparently for other people because it <laughs> sells out real fast. But the question is, how far will you go for a cigar event? So, you know, try to think back, all you guys, of before you worked in the industry. I, my, my answer was 10 miles that I would go um, to purchase cigars, and there was no such thing as a cigar event so I couldn't go to a cigar event, but uh, that you went, and the the reason behind it is you're going there for cigars. When people come up to the Cigar Authority to see the show, and they came from far away or something, I said, so what did you come up for? And I'm hoping <laughs> they same up, we had a wedding in Boston to do, or something was going on, and I cringe when they say, no, just this. And I go, really? And then you usually can't. you say, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I don't think it's worthy <laughs> um, for that whole process of getting up in the morning, packing the bags, mm-hmm. getting a, on an on a Uber, going to the airport, getting a hotel room. You know, All this that goes into it is madness to me based on a cigar right. and, or, or even a cigar event. Right, because forget the inconvenience. There's a real expense associated with oh, yeah. it. Yeah, you're not looking at the, the price. The tickets, the cheap. What? Part. That's a twenty dollars cigar? No, it's obviously not. Um, so, Ed, you've been around as a consumer probably longer, yeah, longer than that. Long time. So, what was your cigar thing for this traveled so, or? So this first? goes back to the ASC All okay. Dart Smokers Dot Cigars. Sure. It was a Saka Boondoggle. In Las Vegas. You went to that. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, think there were multiple. I went to one of them. Okay, because I know uh, Bill Vining was at that yep. way back then. And, and, and um, um, a few different people that were customers and stuff went. And they were crazy events, I mean, and that was over go- the top. Was that going on at the same time that the RTDA, now PCA, was going on? And that they that was separate. It, it may have been. I, I think it was yeah. because I think I was there, but I couldn't be there. Right. It was uh, at Caesar's Palace. Wow. They had a whole mul- multi-floor suite. It I'm was- confused by something, Ed Sullivan, and maybe you have some insight on All this. Right. I can't get him to connect his computer to a printer wirelessly, and it's as easy as picking it on a drop-down. Right. How did point. he get on? How in the new- hell did Usenet? he know about? These dot net. I think Anthony Bill, um, Yeah. 
Anthony Arnold, who was my manager at the East Boston store, uh, was big into computers. Oh, so he'd show you the stuff. He'd set it all up. He'd come over the house after, <laughs> and then he was able to even then go on and do the stuff on my computer while I was sitting there watching. Right. Uh, and this was so you uh, subbed HTP colon slash slash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, subbed it out. That was back that in the, the days of Usenet, so it wasn't straightforward. Oh, and it was slow. Yeah. It was ridiculously slow. Just text. But I remember um, reading all the things and chatting in along and everything, and then picked my head up, and it was 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was only, <laughs> it felt like I was only there for a half hour, yeah. an hour or something. I'm like, oh, my God, I got work tomorrow morning. I got to go. Yeah, I mean, that was really where the whole world sort of opened up to cigars, right? Yeah. Before that, it was, okay, you go to your local store. Yeah, and whatever they carry, know. that's what they carry. That's it. You so know. here you are looking at your computer, and you, you smoke cigars. Yeah. And you said, I'm going to get on a plane and go to Las Vegas and meet these people I chat with on there. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it was a, a big event. And you met Steve Sacker for the first time. No, no, I knew Steve anyway. Because you, you were local. Right, Okay. right. But, uh, I mean, a lot of people had not met each other in real life before so it was kind of it was fun and did you bring a kodak camera so you know <laughs> and i understand there was a bathtub full of cigars um before you went they would ask you know what are i think it was either three or five what are your three or five dream cigars they got them all really <laughs> it didn't matter so you had it, a bag and his jaws ed yeah it didn't matter if it was a obscure cuban cigar or whatever it is somehow they laid their hands on them wow but and, and what was a big expense not not just the expense of well you flying had, and all that you had to get a hotel room and yeah. all of that stuff so but it wasn't cheap did you have to buy into the event i'm sure there was yeah. a buy-in yeah but right. uh then the other one i went fairly far was uh to cuba that's right. That was early on. But you, you had to go through Mexico? I went through Mexico. And yeah. the only reason was for cigars. No other reason to go. This is, this is how hardcore, and all these years later, here he is still. Oh. Now I only go 20 miles. Yeah. Still. Yeah. You see, I still like to travel to a cigar shop. First right. time I traveled is, uh, you know, I used to own a cigar shop in Brooklyn, and this uh, guy, Anthony Reschke. Or something close to that. Came in with a bunch of guys from Philadelphia, talking with him. Winds up, he knows a lot about cigars. Somebody asked him, "How do you know so much about cigars?" I own a cigar shop in Philadelphia. We all said we're going to come down and visit you. He thought we were full of shit. Uh, a month or two later, we drove ninety miles south to a twin smoke shop on Tenth and Tasker in Philadelphia, uh, all for the purpose of having cigars with the guy again. Wow! Wow! But the, fur, the furthest I've ever gone for a, a cigar is Santa Fe, New Mexico. A guy that we knew up here in Boston by the name of Jack Sweeney opened up a shop called Primo in Santa Fe, 24-hour, all-night access lounge, which is crazy. Uh, but we flew out there for five days just to hang out and smoke and eat good food. And Wow. It's amazing. Well, because I see it. I see yeah. it. And certainly, I'm, I'm in the business of it. Uh, and traveled around the world for it, uh, including the trade show I'm at right now. Trade <laughs> right. show opens at noon on Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. So I you're landed, there. I, land, I landed at 11 o'clock. Trade mm -hmm. show opens at 12. So I'm, I'm cutting it close. If anything goes <laughs> wrong, it goes wrong. But uh, I, I should be there, depending on when you're listening to this on Wednesday. 
uh, I'm there, and I'll report back on Saturday right. of what I did. But I remember my first trade show um, was, it might have been 89 or 90, and it was in Chicago. And I went there um, the first time ever to buy cigars. That was the whole reason. I could buy cigars right from my store, but I went to the RTDA, Retail Tobacco Dealers Association, later becoming the IPCPR, International Premium Cigar Pipe Retailers, later becoming PCA, um, making it easier instead of all these letters, Premium mm-hmm. Cigar Association. Uh, but going there, and it was it was like it was last year. Uh, it was that small but gigantic if it was the first time you ever went yeah it was gigantic as the years went on it became ridiculous and now it's back to the regular gigantic probably needed a reset anyway yeah yeah reset um but seeing all the people and to me in my own little world of boston here was the three cigar stores that i knew of uh that were bigger than me and here are, you know, a couple of little places on, on the outskirts. By the way, we were all smoke shops. We weren't cigar shops uh, in those days. And uh, there was everybody all together. And, you know, very interesting to see them and see the package deals that they had set up. And I'm like, that's an awful lot of boxes of cigars. Mm. And I hope to someday be able to get to that volume where the, uh, not even consider uh, should I do this or not on one package? Later on, going up to them say, what if I get 50 of those packages, package <laughs> deals? What kind of deal do I get on 50 package deals? Um, I was, you know, can I do one was, was the issue there. So it was very interesting. How about you, Mr. J? Uh, is it closer to go to Florida or is it closer to go to Las Vegas? Florida is closer. Closer, yeah. All right. Because, well... The Vegas trips were just for the trade show, so not that that really counts for what you're saying. The first one would be the trip that you took me on to tour J.C. Newman and... Um, but that, that's all on business yeah. stuff. Did you? I wasn't. I didn't work for you at the time. Huh. Yeah, you didn't. Oh. Do, you brought me huh? for a very odd reason that I didn't find out for years later. Uh, so I took you to the J.C. Newman? That was the very first J.C. Newman experience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't called that and, yet. And you worked, and you because I invented that. Correct. Yeah. So here's what happened. We go, we're going to fly down. I, this was my first time flying first and class. And you're just a customer? That's it. We were doing the show. <laughs> we went down oh, and okay. recorded mm-hmm. some audio. So I got a different story about the audio. <laughs> he pays for a first class ticket for me. Huh. And I'm like, isn't that nice? And he wouldn't take money for it? No. Nope. Yeah. I find out years later, he has a trick. He buys the, the seats where there's three seats in first class. He buys the window seat and the aisle seat. There's only two seats in first class. There yeah. were three. And you said, I did, you had told me years later that the, you, when it's like that, you get them, leave the middle seat empty. That's on the Because reg- no one's going to. Yeah, that's on the regular. So you get the extended leg room or something on a regular mm-hmm. uh, coach seat. And you take the window and you take the aisle. And somebody has to pay extra money to take the center Seat, right, which they won't do. But nowadays, um, all bets are off. Right. Yeah, awful. They fill it if they don't fill yeah. it. In the old days, that worked. <clears throat> so that trip, I it was my first time asking some good questions because I didn't know what I didn't know. Did we do the show from there? No, no, no. We just recorded some audio and brought it back. Okay. So uh, the president of- Just me and you? Yeah. Really? The president- huh. No, That's no. The- we brought we brought Louie. Um, that was the one with the van where we smoked out the van. Ah. Uh, 
But we sat down with the president of a company, and I asked some questions that I didn't know I shouldn't have asked, and he oh. answered them. Oh. And then I got an email saying, I need you to redact some shit out of there, <laughs> which I did. Of a different company. Or that company. That company. Okay. Huh. Well, it seems like we're we should be due to go to J.C. Newman, haven't they done a lot down there? They did, but they're still they're still uh, working on it. No, there's still um, COVID oh, things yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, but they're open. They're open. But harder. I forget if, we, open. if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. Yeah, right? we we don't want any COVID restrictions. Yeah, no, we don't need restrictions. No, we don't. Everything's open to you. Sky's the limit. <laughs> That's what we want. But we do. We do for for a uh, hit the road yeah, thing. Hit the road. I wonder Jack. if we could pull the. You know, we've done the hit the road and take customers that are right here. Mm-hmm. But could the cigar authority do it? And we hit the road, and everybody finds their way to where we are, and mm. then joins us. Wow, this sounds an awful lot like the canceled Nicaraguan trip. Yes. 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 But a place that. We can go to. Yeah, the last time we went somewhere as a group was when Chuck was here. We went to uh, Connecticut. Connecticut for uh, pizza. <laughs> well, that's not why we went. That's but not that's really why we went, but that's what I remember. Me and you, me and you know that's why we went, but don't, don't say that out loud. Uh, which, by the way, we went to one pizza place, which was Frank Pepe, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a trilogy there. There's a three pizza right. place that one says they're better than the other says they're better than the other and the and the fat guy play is all three you gotta try them you know you go for steak and cheese you go to the two across the street from each other and you, which and are the two worse than Philadelphia the mm-hmm. best place for steak uh, Philly cheesesteak is Tony Luke's on which East I've Oregon. heard I've never had East it. Oregon Street middle yeah. of nowhere why you don't want you, to be there after dark why would you want to have anything with cheese whiz on it it's a it's a Philadelphia rite of passage it's disgusting it's not even real cheese. Me, me and uh, Ed Sullivan did the Chicago thing. Oh, we, we ate everything. Yeah. Very disappointing, right? We, yeah, we had the uh, the hot dogs, yeah. and the beef, and the deep dish. Yeah. Is that all the same day? I don't know if it was the same day. <laughs> it was within Could, two days. Yeah, within two days. The beef sandwich thing was soaking wet, mm-hmm. and they you got to, like, Arch your back, <laughs> right. and you got to lean over to be yeah. able to eat this thing, and it all goes out. Ugh. What a f- See, it was messy, mess. but I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I had it. I went to a Cubs game. Yeah, and I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked the taste of it, but, but what a it mess. Was a mess! The deep dish tasted like disappointment. And I understand we went to the place where all the tourists tourists go, go but even better so. choices there but i'm not a fan no me either no, it's I, not real dinner pizza. crust the better fold the pizza oh, the yeah. crispy they, they call it um new york style but right. whatever that's the only style sorry everybody in chicago but deep dish does not count as real pizza well that's like the neapolitan right in italy that's the thin one yes yes that's yeah. the best it's that's the, the best, best. The hot and, dog was and okay. I have, as a as a guy liking the food I like, I mean, I travel to um, New York to uh, Buffalo just to get buffalo wings. That's the furthest I think I ever went. I drove. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. But again, we were going somewhere. Another reason why we were going to Chicago. But we did those things that we do and well, make that part of the fun. Chicago was for food. Yeah, anyway, it was right? Because it was candy, it was candy. <laughs> and we we snuck in yeah. some real food. I drive down to the Bronx every couple of months just to go out to dinner to this one restaurant 
So, you know, I have no problem driving somewhere for something I like. Yeah. I'd always go down to Miami, see the manufacturers and stuff, but then hit a whole bunch of cigar stores while I was down there and have a cigar at all the different cigar stores. What do you think that says about your character? Oh, look what you're doing. I think it says good things about my character. (laughs) I think so. Let's get to it. It's time for the Strength and Character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. Okay, the six pillars of character, citizenship, caring, fairness, responsibility, respect, and trustworthiness. Only two left when it comes to responsibility. Let's see how responsible we are to choose a positive attitude. Oh, I'm not good at that. Yeah, I'm terrible at that. I'm a glass half empty type of guy. Yeah, I'm phenomenal at that one. You're not. You're you're horrible, and I'm horrible too. Yeah, we are not positive people <laughs> as a whole. We're not. I am a hundred percent a positive person. You are um, not. Very negative. Very negative. Very. It's not a. It's not. I, I have got up in the morning and said to myself, "Be positive today." Blah 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 blah. And then one thing sets me off, and I'm fucking ruined. See, I get up and say, "Time for another shitty day." Yeah. Yeah. No, it's better to be positive. You choose when you get up which one to do. My but as a self-employed open, person, I'm happy. <clears throat> you're not happy right now. Expect just talking about it. You got a, <laughs> yeah. a serious I'm attitude. I'm aggravated because right. you said that I'm that's, aggravated. That's it. You're always. But ag- that's what pissed me off. You're always I, aggravated. Somebody asked me at an interview once: Are you a glass half empty or a glass half full guy? I said, well, depends on what's in the glass. I mean, it does. Yeah. Right? If it's whiskey, it's half empty. I'm if absolutely. It's water, it's I don't like full. it, but I'm half empty. Yeah, I don't like it. And I, as I'm getting older, uh, it's like smell the roses, I enjoy think, everything. No, but. I think it motivates <clears throat> you, though. You say the glass is half empty, and then you look for ways to fill Wait, it. Yes, it, it turns out to be a, a good thing for me. Right, it's it makes a motivator me work harder and all that. But. Um, on a personal level, I'm more unhappy than I am happy, and I have no reason to be unhappy. I'm the luckiest man in the world. I should be freaking thrilled. I'm blessed, but I, I'm... I'm uh, My mantra is expect negative. the worst, and you'll never be disappointed. Huh. Well, I was happy for like a, a split second when I realized I can do anything I want to do, and then I realized I don't really want to yeah. do anything. Yeah. It, it's not... Um, Expect the worst. It's be prepared for the worst. Yeah. Be prepared for then the worst. Then be pleasantly surprised right. if it doesn't arrive. But don't expect. I don't expect the worst. I expect to win every single time. It's going to be the best thing ever. That's what I expect, but I'm prepared if it bombs. Right. But I expect it to be the best thing ever because I've prepared. Right. You expected to win the meatball that year. I did. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was my fault. Because we made the same meatball. We did. Yeah. There were two. Too so similar. We split split the uh, thing, but we didn't know it was going to yeah. do it. When we, when we got to mine, I knew which one mine was, and then the other one was, or is this mine? But I know mine was the, the yellow flag. <laughs> this one's... And we sat there, compared notes, and the only thing that was different was the little bit the sauce was a little yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yep. Uh that's it. That's time. I thought, yeah. I thought we couldn't even fill that. It was that a good conversation. Saying. We could have gone forever. Yeah. All right. All right. So how far will you travel to go to a cigar event? We have tickets left <laughs> for the 12th anniversary. Good event. Of, 
it's going to be good. And we have the vans reserved, so we're, we're ready. What, you got the vans? Nope. I have oh. them reserved, and they said, well, that doesn't mean you will get them. You may or may not actually get them on the day. And I go, <laughs> They took I don't... the reservation, but they may or may not hold <laughs> the reservation. What does that mean? She says, well, the chance there'll be four of them, I don't know. And I said, that's why I'm booking. Do you have four right now? Yes. I said, I would like to reserve them for April 1st. <laughs> yep, can't do that. I said, when will I know? And she says, well, try us a week before. I said, in the meantime, though, do you want to reserve these now? And I'm like, I am so confused. (laughs) 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 Yes, I do. So uh, that is it for the Cigar Authority today. What do we got coming up next week? You're back from TPE. Yes, back from the Tobacco Plus Expo. We'll tell you what's coming out, what's going to be new, and uh, all that deal. uh, And uh, we're going to celebrate a special anniversary. Oh, yeah. I understand that. (laughs) Yes, we have an anniversary to celebrate. Cake? We'll see. Stick the lid in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.